Hi, I'm Patrick Reynolds, founder of Kenzai, and this is Welcome to Your Body. In this podcast, we try to give you helpful advice, tips, and perspective on how to stay healthy and be your best in the topsy-turvy modern world. As you know, fitness tends to be a cyclical kind of thing. A lot of people at the beginning of the year, January, will jump onto fitness efforts after having a hedonistic month over the holidays. Uh, We also tend to see that a lot of people start training in fall. Uh, I think this is kind of tied to the school system where people feel like, oh, it's kind of starting the school year and I need to start taking care of myself again after a long summer break. So there are waves and troughs and, and peaks in fitness. And that's healthy and normal. A lot of people are really hard on the January gym goers. They see them as, you know, New Year's resolutions, people that aren't going to stick with it for the long term. But that's ultimately very unhelpful. And so today's podcast, I just want to share a better way of thinking about all the new people that you're going to start seeing in the uh, heavy months of fitness and how to be a little kinder to them and why that's actually better for you. Have you ever heard of the band Pulp? They were big in the 90s. They have a a song, a really nice song, actually. I love this song. It's called Help the Aged. Uh, I'll play just a few seconds here. Help the aged One time they were just like you Drinking, smoking, sex and sniffing glue This song has always struck me as a really kind humane and almost mindful piece of work there's no snark or irony or or mean spirit in this song it's just four minutes about being nice to old people that's really it there's no other message and uh, understanding that when you meet an older person they were once a young dynamic vibrant firecracker just like you are Uh, and that one day you're going to be in their same situation where you're you're making sense of this new reality where your body's failing you and and things are tough and having some empathy around that this song kind of softens you up and it makes you more open to the flow of life it's a way that's hard to explain i like this song a lot so let's take that thoughtful state of mind that you have when you're thinking about yourself aging and how older people were once uh, you know, in your situation as a young person, and change the word to newbie. So, you know, help the newbies, because one time you were just like them. If people could just keep this in mind, the world would be a healthier and happier place. There's this nasty streak in the human psyche that kind of revels in knowing more about something than someone else. And the internet is a place where you can see this on display in so many ways. So let's say uh, a video goes viral and you happen to see it on Monday of a a cat in a box or something. And then someone will show you on Thursday, say, oh, check out this cool video of a cat in a box. And you'll you'll say, oh, yeah, I've seen that. I saw that like Monday. I saw that days ago. You've known about this dumb cat video for a whole four days longer than your friend. But your mind relishes that little tiny one-usmanship that you have. So, you know, are are we all so insecure that we puff ourselves up over such tiny, dumb things? 
I do it too. I don't know what it is about the human mind that does that. This hostility to newbies, to new people, it becomes especially toxic when it comes to fitness. Staying fit and strong in the modern world is actually not that easy. It's kind of tricky. You need some basic knowledge of what to eat, how to exercise, and it's not always intuitive. So when people figure out how to stay fit, despite all of the processed food and all of the fad diets and all the things that don't work, they understandably feel some pride in the accomplishment of understanding the basics of fitness. It's not quite as easy as it looks. But because everyone is, at some point, interested in their own health and, and fitness, the world has a steady stream of novices who are filtering into the system, especially around the new year and before beach season and in the fall when people are getting back to school. If you go to a gym in the first week of January, you'll see the place is absolutely packed. So the newbies have just been suckered into buying a year's membership at the gym and they're wandering around looking confused, trying to figure out how the machines and the weights work. And the veteran people are stalking around the background, glaring and grumbling, complaining about how crowded this is. And so you have these two kinds of people in the gym, the new people and the veterans, and they're not talking to each other. They they're have an antagonistic stance towards each other. And you think about it, this is a huge lost opportunity. Here in the same room, we have a group of people who has valuable information and another group of people that could directly benefit from that information. And they don't talk to each other. They don't communicate. The new people don't want to appear foolish by asking for help. And the veterans get the smug satisfaction of watching them flounder around. Everyone is walking around in puffed up ego suits, like the Michelin Man, and they're not able to make real contact with each other. So I challenge you to break this chain of negativity, and I want you to help the fitness newbies, and it can only make things better. Here's why. The first reason is safety. If you teach someone how to do an exercise correctly, it means less chance of injury for them, and less hurt people walking around is a much better benefit to society. It also, if you're, if you're someone's working with heavier gear, will keep you safe because this person isn't going to drop a weight on your toe or a barbell on your head. The second thing is that when you're nice to newbies, you support your sport. So whether it's a fitness center or a rock climbing gym or a mountain biking club, if you're open and inviting to beginners, it's going to mean that there's fresh energy coming into the system. Clubs that exclude new people, they tend to become somewhat ossified. They're cynical places, and they're total bummers to be involved with. And this, I've seen this happen a few times in my own life, where you get into a club and it gets very insular, uh, and it just loses its fun because there's a bunch of people saying the same thing week after week and not growing. New people are what lets you grow as a club and a community. The more people that are excited and involved in your sport, the better it gets for you. It means that more events open up for you to do. It means that uh, gear and fees get cheaper as the market expands. It's a total win for you. Don't be that person that wants to say, oh, I knew that band before they were big. Embrace the new fans. They make your hobby stronger. The third reason you want to embrace the newbies is that it actually deepens your own knowledge. The old saying is that you don't truly understand something until you try and teach it. Guiding a new person through the basics will reveal deeper aspects of your practice to you as the veteran. If you've ever tried to teach someone something, you'll find that you come out of that experience knowing a lot more about it too. Fourth reason that you want to be nice to these new people is that it improves your mental health. 
We as humans are highly social animals. When we reach out and make a connection with someone else, when we teach them what we know and we share our skills, it fills an ancient need that we all have as members of this human society. It's hard not to feel a bit brighter and peppier and optimistic when you help someone understand new concepts or movements. It's a great feeling. Teaching people is the best feeling, helping them understand. It just lights you up inside. When you guide someone from ignorance to understanding, you are fulfilling your contract as a steward of knowledge. It's fun, it's also your responsibility as a human being. Final reason that you should be nice to these new people. You're gonna be a newbie again. So maybe you're the top dog in the weight room, or you're the fastest person on the jogging trail, or the best dancer in dance class, or the best surfer in the surf lineup. Sooner or later, you're gonna be at the bottom of another totem pole. You get a new job, or you move to a new neighborhood, or you start a new hobby, and now you're the new person bumbling around, not knowing anything. How do you want to be treated at that time in your life? If you help beginners now, you're going to create a healthier culture that encourages people to try new things, and you can be part of the solution. So the next time you see a beginner hopelessly bungling something, remember that pulp song, Help the Newbie. Don't be ostentatious about it. Don't lord your superior knowledge over the new person. Just be cool and nice. One of the simplest ways to do this, I've found, is to share your own vulnerability. If you're working with someone new, don't come at them as their superior. Come at them as someone who has walked the same path and is now guiding other people along it. So talk about how you felt when you first started. Talk about the mistakes that you made. And you're going to find that opens up the beginner to hearing what you have to say. Rather than saying, that's not the way to do it, duh, what's the matter with you? Come into it and say, yeah, that's a really tricky thing to understand. At first, I was confused too. Here's how it actually works. That's going to get you so much farther and make people so much happier and in turn, make you a better person. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Your Body. If you want to be part of the process of educating yourself, not being a newbie, or if you want to help people make that own journey, join the Kenzai program. We have people at all different levels reaching out and helping each other up the ladder of health and wellness, making this world a better place. Thanks for listening. See you next week.